0: Good morning and welcome to your wake-up call number 83. In this book, It's Not Up for Negotiation by Chris McDonald that I'm talking about in February. Chris shares a lot of his own personal history and experiences. And I've actually decided not really to share that here because I can't do it as well as he can in the book. So because... If you don't understand Danish, you are not actually able to get the stories. And I'm sorry for that, because they're quite good. But I can reveal to you that Chris McDonald is not just born with a healthy attitude and into a healthy environment. On the contrary, he probably has some genetic tendencies a uh, disposition genetically which makes it even more important for him to prioritize movement and also sleep as he's also quite dedicated around and perhaps we all in some way or another have genes which are making us vulnerable to some kind of disease some kind of weakness be it physical or mentally or both and we might not even know it or we might not even be conscious about it but also if we don't know what we are what we have a disposition for what kind of sickness or illness or weakness that we have that we carry with us through our genes We can, with our lifestyle, keep that in control. Make sure that that is not affecting us. That those genes are not um, active. And no matter what it is that we could have a disposition for, exercise and movement are good for everything. So, it is a kind of magic bullet that I talked about yesterday. And before I continue, I just want to make uh, my own little side mark here, which is of course not in the book, because this is my, my own comment. We have long thought that Hippocrates was the one saying, let thy food be thy medicine. But we have actually discovered that it's probably not him who... Uh, who ter- ter- who coined that term, but he did say something similar. And he was very concerned with food, but also he was also very concerned with movement. And that, I think, have disappeared a bit into the background. Because, in fact, the true high. Hy- oath that doctors actually are supposed to give before they start working when you take that and translate it directly it starts like this I will use diet and lifestyle methods methods to my best knowledge and my best ability to and then it carries on and as you can hear In the Hippocrates' oath, there's not only food or diet, there's actually lifestyle also. And Hippocrates was actually very fond of movement and especially this second tip that you will get in just a minute from the book. Hippocrates, Hippocrates was very big on that. And also in the book, Professor Stephen N. Blair from the University of South Carolina is saying that food really is medicine. And he therefore truly is convinced about that we have to implement exercise, movement as a part of the treatment in our healthcare system. And I can only say, yes, Hippocrates told us that many years ago and the doctors are actually using his oath when they start working as doctors where have this focus gone why has that disappeared is it has has that just disappeared or drowned in our medical industry in and in our own modern lifestyle and chris doesn't only have experiences, own experiences physically, but also mentally. He actually experienced in, on his own body, in his youth, the same effect or that effect that movement and exercise had not only on his physics, on his endurance and muscle power, but that the effect off movement and exercise also meant that his brain was growing and reorganizing meaning he could study better and get better grades and he also experienced that his mood improved he actually believes to have some sort of gene genetic disposition for depression but he can actually keep that Under control, meaning keep himself in a better mood than he's actually, than his genes are actually making available just by prioritizing his exercise and movement. So, yes, we do become stronger and healthier by exercise or movement, all over the line, no matter what health issue we have. Really, no matter what health issue we have. But we also become smarter. And we even also become happier. What's not to like? Besides the fact that we need to get up off our chair. So today you get tip number two, How do you integrate movement according to Hippocrates and Chris McDonald and all other health researchers? You need to walk at least 10,000 steps a day. And it is a coincidental number, Chris says. It isn't researched and it isn't determined specific to be the best Number, So we must consider that a minimum because our ancestors and meaning us ourselves, because our ancestors live in us through our genes, our ancestors and also the ones who today live more naturally than us, they walk actually far more than that. Probably around 16,000 steps per day. So 10,000 steps is a minimum. And unfortunately, we have created a lifestyle where we don't naturally get 10,000 steps in our daily life. We don't walk to the shopping mall or to work. We don't even walk to the fitness center. No, we buy sports wats, we drive to the fitness centers and then we have to take a walk in our spare time. But no matter how you decide to create your lifestyle, if you want to integrate it in your daily life or if you want to do it separately, it is all about walking as much as possible and minimum 10,000 steps a day. And that comes up on top of the one you got yesterday about uh, interrupting your daily work life if you sit still a lot of the time at least once a hour, once once every hour and get up and have some movement for five to ten minutes, just so that you don't forget that. And then I can also make a quick note that those 10,000 steps, including that movement once an hour, the, two, the step one and the tip number one and two that you now have, it is not replacing the exercise that you also need to do, but I will talk about that tomorrow. I have actually started very specifically to make walk and talks with my friends when we talk on the phone. And Chris and a lot of other researchers in health and just people who are very conscious about how important movement is, they are even, even having work meetings when they walk. A lot of the interviews that Chris made for the book took place when they were walking. And we now have tables that we can erase, that we can, that we can put up so that we can stand up working. And there are people having meetings standing up. And I think they're even getting more efficient, uh, those meetings as well. So we can do it if we want to do it. Have a nice walk.